This episode of the Hot Topics podcast is brought to you by Braintree, the all-purpose payments API behind Uber, Airbnb, and GitHub. Braintree work with those companies to make their payment experiences seamless and magical, and now you can make the same thing happen on your app or website. What's great about Braintree is that it gives you a full-stack payment solution, and now you can start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, credit and debit cards, and more, and all of this is possible across any platform, as well as the fact that it comes with superior fraud protection, customer service, and fast payouts too. If you want to learn more and for your first £30,000 of transactions fee-free, go to braintreepayments.com slash hottopics. Tom Littendicke sat down with world-renowned investor and businessman Saul Klein. The pair discussed whether entrepreneurs make good VCs and moved on to explore whether entrepreneurialism is intrinsic. There's definitely, you know, pent-up interest in entrepreneurship. Whilst doing some research for a talk at Web Summit, Saul Klein stumbled across an astounding figure. The number of people interested in entrepreneurship was way beyond what he had possibly expected. If it was 5 million, I thought it would have been a lot. There were 56 million people interested in entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship has actually become a rather attractive career option. And you don't even need to have started a business to be seen as one either. Someone who is driving an Uber uh, and earning their living that way as an entrepreneur, I think someone who is starting you know, a, a restaurant is an entrepreneur. It's not just Mark Zuckerberg. There's certainly no harm in trying to be a Mark Zuckerberg, though. Here's their full conversation. So, so thank you for joining us. Pleasure. So, why why is now the right time to uh, to leave Index? Um, you know, there's there's never a, a right time to move on to the to something new. I've had a great eight years at Index. Um, been involved in the last eight funds. Um, really loved working with my partners. But you know, my real passion is starting businesses and working with companies right at that inception stage when it's a few founders in a room sort of dreaming up uh, go to market who the key hires are and um, you know that's really something I've done for the last 20 years in different shapes and form and uh, being a VC for the last eight was a pleasure and a privilege and loved working with my partners but at the end of the day I really love being an entrepreneur so it's time for me to get back into the trenches sure so, and, and as an entrepreneur is there did you find frustrations as a VC how, how do you find that balance of when to step back and let the people on the business do it I think it's it's extremely challenging to be honest and I think you know there's a, a lot of talk that entrepreneurs make the best VCs or operators make the best VCs um but I think, you know, I've seen from working with, with some of my partners um, and some of the best investors that I respect outside of the index partnership are not necessarily entrepreneurs or operators. They're just uh, are students uh, of, of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial businesses. So I don't think, uh, I think learning to step back is, is actually often quite a challenge. And I think the best partnerships actually the VC best VC partnerships are often a blend of, of people who've been entrepreneurs been operators but also people who are just uh, you know out and out obje- uh, objective investors because sometimes quite frankly as an entrepreneur that's what you need sometimes you need someone who's not oh I know exactly what you're going through sometimes you need someone to say step back look at it from my point of view and maybe you'll see things differently. And I think, you know, I'd say 
as an entrepreneur, when you're looking to build the best possible board or the best possible group of advisors or the best possible group of investors, it's always good to have a balance. It's not always good to have someone who you think is just like you. Yeah. And in your experience, do you think that entrepreneurship is an intrinsic quality or is it something that can be learned? Um, look, I think there are some aspects of being a great entrepreneur that are, that are natural, but there are a lot of aspects of being a great entrepreneur that you can learn and you can evolve. I mean, there are some aspects that are innate. I think, you know, being able to lead people, being able to motivate people, to be able to um, really uh, build a team around yourself that is complementary to you. You can, you can learn how to do that, but it's very hard uh, to, to, to supplement that thinking if you don't have the core DNA. Mm. And I suppose as entrepreneurship becomes an increasingly attractive career path, given the risk involved with it, how do we make sure that the right people are becoming entrepreneurs? I mean, I think it's a great point. Um, last autumn, I did a, a talk in Dublin at the Web Summit and doing some research for that talk, um, came across uh, on Facebook the fact that if you wanted to target entrepreneurs on Facebook uh, using their ads API, there were 56 million people interested in entrepreneurship, which to me was, I mean, just a staggering number. If it was 5 million, I thought it would have been a lot. So there's definitely, you know, pent up interest in entrepreneurship. But I think entrepreneurship can take lots of different forms and flavors. I think. You know, someone who is driving an Uber uh, and earning their living that way as an entrepreneur. I think someone who is starting, you know, a, a restaurant is an entrepreneur. It's not just Mark Zuckerberg and Drew Houston uh, and, um, you know, people who start unicorns. Um, they're uh, unicorns and or what I would sort of refer to as zebras. You know, the literally tens of millions of people who just want to take control over their economic destiny. Mm. And I mean, that, that for me is actually a very interesting area because I think, um, you know, work is an important piece of people's lives and there's no reason why people shouldn't enjoy their work and why they shouldn't feel that their work is creatively and economically um, uh, sustaining, but it doesn't mean that they have to build a multi-billion dollar business. And I suppose as an entrepreneur who enjoys the startup phase and the kind of thrill of that element of building businesses, is there a point when the business becomes too big that it's uninteresting? I don't think it's a business becomes too big to be uninteresting. I think it's just about knowing what you're good at and knowing where you can contribute the most. And for me, a great early experience uh, here was Love Film, where actually you guys had Simon Carver. Um, moderating one of your panels today and I think you know um, I was able to take that business to a certain point 10 million in revenue a couple of hundred employees and I may have been able to take it further but the reality was you know that point of zero to 200 was a, a great phase for me and that point of 200 to 2000 was a great phase for Simon mm -hmm. and I think you know whether you're an entrepreneur or, you know, any kind of uh, organizational relationship that you're in, you have to understand where you bring the most value. And I can definitely help as things scale up, and I've been involved in lots of businesses that have scaled up, you know, 
through that phase and beyond and have IPO'd and have, have sold uh, uh, like Skype for, for billions of dollars. But the bit that you know I wake up in the morning and get really excited about is that zero to 200 phase. So I think you know you just got to do what you love and you've got to be honest with yourself about what you're good at and what other people can do better than you. So what's next for you? What would you hope to achieve in the next kind of five, five, ten years? Uh, well, that's a big question. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, professionally, on some level, I'm just doing what I've been doing all along. Um, you know, I've been seed investing with my dad for the last 16 years. We've been lucky enough to be involved in a lot of London's really great uh, companies, um, you know, from seed investing in last minute to TransferWise to Zoopla, being involved in Skype and LoveFilm and SeedCamp, etc. So I think London is at a actually at a super interesting time. It's probably outside of the Bay Area and China, the most vibrant tech ecosystem in the world in terms of generating the most billion-dollar companies, having the most access to talent. And capital. So I'm really excited to sort of get back into the trenches in London and work with those entrepreneurs who are trying to build, you know, really game-changing businesses. And I hope I can be doing that for the next five, ten years or more. So I'm really excited. You've been listening to the Hot Topics podcast. For more content, including live events and videos, visit hottopics.ht.